Oh, good evening. I didn't hear you come in. As you know, I'm sort of a Resident Evil expert these days. I could say it's grown to be one of my favorite franchises as of late. Come on in. Warm yourself up. The weather out there is pretty dreadful. I was actually about to sit down and read one of the stories Capcom hasn't told us. You like Christmas stories, don't you? Come. Sit down. Cozy up with this fleece blanket. Nest yourself within the pillows. Do you like some hot cider? Eggnog? I actually have some tea brewing on the stove as we speak. Just make yourself comfortable, because that blizzard outside dictates that you won't be going anywhere for a while. I'll just toss another log on this fire and get this tale rolling. This is a story that's called Festivus Evil. It was the night before Christmas in Raccoon City, and all through the labs, not a zombie was stirring, not even the slabs. Rebecca Chambers and Billy Cohen were nestled all snug in their beds, while visions of herbs danced in their heads. The city was blanketed in snow. The eerie streets were surprisingly quiet. The menacing presence of the Umbrella Corporation seemed to take a brief pause, allowing a sense of holiday cheer to seep into the cold, dead air. In the heart of the city, Claire Redfield found herself at a small, abandoned toy store. As she browsed the dusty shelves, memories of her childhood flooded back, and she couldn't help but feel a pang of loneliness. This Christmas was different. The city was filled with zombies, and her brother Chris left on a mission. Suddenly, a soft voice from behind startled Claire. It was Leon Kennedy, looking rugged and determined as always. He had been watching her from a distance, unsure if the holidays were a time for celebration in a world overrun by bioweapons. Hey Claire, what brings you to this ghost town? Leon asked, a hint of concern in his voice. Claire smiled warmly, holding up a tattered teddy bear she had found on the shelf. Just trying to bring a little Christmas spirit to Raccoon City, I guess. Leon's eyes softened. I could use a bit of that myself. The two decided to team up for the night seeking refuge in Raccoon City Police Department. Little did they know, another pair of unlikely allies was forging their own path through the infected streets. Jill Valentine, determined and resourceful, had teamed up with the brash Carlos Oliveira. As they navigated the treacherous city, they stumbled upon the abandoned Raccoon City Police Department as well, which already had a cheerful wreath adorning its shuttered doors. As they enter the station's vestibule, Jill hangs a mistletoe overhead. Carlos raised an eyebrow at Jill. I never paid you for the festive type. Jill smirked. Even in the midst of chaos, it's important to find joy. Besides, a little holiday cheer can go a long way. As the night unfolded, the two pairs crossed paths in the police station, sharing stories of survival and camaraderie. Amidst the chaos, a spark of romance blossomed between Claire and Leon, while Jill and Carlos found a connection that went beyond the horrors of Raccoon City. The pairs gathered around a makeshift Christmas tree adorned with scavenged decorations when an unexpected guest arrived. To everyone's surprise, the graceful Ada Wong stepped out of the shadows with a small smile on her face. She had come bearing a bag full of pilfered Christmas goodies, including canned food, a few tattered ornaments, and a deck of playing cards. Their companionship grew, and laughter echoed throughout the desolate halls, momentarily drowning out the moans of the undead outside. The night took an unexpected turn when, in the spirit of the season, 
they decided to exchange handmade gifts. Leon presented Claire with a carefully crafted necklace made from spare parts, a symbol of their unbreakable bond. Carlos surprised Jill with a framed photograph of a cherished moment from their time together trapped in the subway, a reminder of the humanity that still exists in their hearts. Amidst the flickering candlelight, Ada sat staring at a singular gift under the tree encased in wrapping textured with sunglasses that read, To Ada. She unwrapped the offering in judicious excitement and removed a small vial from the box. A good girl was Ada indeed, for a sample of the T-virus is what she needs. Suddenly, a distant sound reached their ears. Cadavers hissed and growled, paralleling carolers singing in the distance. The group, captivated by the unexpected beauty, joined in, their voices creating a poignant harmony that echoed through the desolate halls. Amidst their angelic tones, a thunderous thump and an unexpected knock echoed through the hall. The survivors cautiously opened the door to find a towering figure in a red Santa Claus suit, adorned with a tattered and bloodied beard. It was the nemesis, reprogrammed by an unknown force to spread Christmas joy rather than destruction and death. The survivors, initially alarmed, soon realized that the nemesis had brought more gifts. Boxes of golden chicken eggs, first aid sprays, and even mixed herbs. The atmosphere lightened as the survivors shared a few awkward laughs, realizing that even in the darkest of times, there could be unexpected moments of joy. As the night drew to a close, the group shared a heartfelt toast, raising their makeshift cups in unity. In that moment, surrounded by the undead and the remnants of a once thriving city, they discovered the true meaning of Christmas. The power of love, friendship, and the enduring spirit of hope. The Raccoon City Christmas may have been unconventional, but it became a cherished memory, a beacon of light in their fight against the terrors of the night. In the midst of chaos and despair, these unlikely heroes found solace in each other. The lines between allies and enemies blurred, and in the warm glow of the fire romantic sparks ignited. The air was filled with the promise of a new beginning, a glimmer of hope in a world overrun by darkness.